0: everybody, this is Dan with horror So today's episode, what we're going to do is be zombie-esque. The zombie apocalypse is among us. Considering the fact of what's going on in the world today with COVID-19, I felt like this was a little uh, apropos to the situation because uh, most films and games and books about the zombie outbreak make it a virus that turns everybody into psychotic rage monsters. Obviously, there are hundreds, if not thousands of movies, and books, and video games, and everything based on the zombie apocalypse, based on how uh, different uh, outbreaks would happen. Um, you have everything from uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead, one of the original uh, great horror zombie movies of, of all time, all the way up to Shaun of the Dead, which is my one of my favorite horror comedies. Um, so I wanted to really focus on that, and then you have the different... Uh, styles of zombies. You mean you have the fast running zombie, you have the slow running zombie, you have the smart zombie. You have a little bit of everything. Um, I think *Zombieland* two had the different evolutions of of the zombies that that came apart, and you know, from the Einstein to the ninja, and it was really cool um, to see the different aspects. So, but for today's episode, I want to focus on two things. One is a movie, uh, and the other one is a video game. Uh, two of my favorite uh, uh, things in the genre. Um, the movie is a relatively recent movie that I just watched actually last week, um, and, and really fell in love with it. Uh, it's called The Girl with All the Gifts, and we're going to get to that. And the video game to be reviewed is Seven Days to Die. So I want to really have some fun with both of these and kind of talk about it. So we're going to start with the movie. Um, uh, like I said, it's called The Girl with All the Gifts. Uh, it's available on Netflix. Uh, or is it Netflix or Hulu? One or the other. Um, I'll post a link in the description, same as always. Um, but... Girl of the Gifts is from 2016, it's British, uh, directed by Colm McCarthy uh, and written by Mike Carey, um, based on a novel from 2014. Uh, it's a very interesting take on the zombie genre. So this is a more of a dystopian aspect, more than an apocalyptic aspect uh, taken on that, which I, I kind of like. I love uh, dystopian uh, movies. I love apocalyptic things, but I think the dystopian aspects, the what happens after everything is already happening and how does the world react and how would we as a society bounce back if we bounce back at all um rather than just everyone dies what is our other options what what could happen with the survivors of an outbreak like this so i love the dystopian aspects of movies um and and kind of falling back on that utopian things like that too interesting as well Uh, where, you know, maybe the world ended for a specific reason and the survivors have created a utopian society, which usually ends poorly. Um, But in this specific one, it's it's dystopian. Girl, I guess a great, great film. Um, I think that uh, it it definitely had its merits involved in that. Um, One of the most important things to think about with that movie is that there are survivors and kids from, or what they call the next generation of these these are children of people that were infected with the virus who were born with the virus already. So they might not show the same symptoms up front. Um, they're able to kind of cognitive um, responses. So they're able to talk. They're able to do everything else, whereas the other ones, the parents or the, the earlier generations, of the the, the the zombies, have not don't have that ability. Um, specifically, it's about the one girl who... Really knows that she has it, but she's able to suppress it pretty hard. Um, she does have some relapses, and again, this is a spoiler alert. A little bit, um, she has some relapses where she does attack people, but she tries to fight it. And she even at one point tells uh, a nurse or teacher or whatever who she really likes to run away because she feels like she can't control it at that point. So she wants her to leave. So she doesn't hurt her. Um, she, the, when she does hurt people, it's actually a or, or bite or whatever. It's for a reason. Like, she is doing it to protect the living people that she's with. So it's a really, really interesting thing. And then what the problem is is that she's being studied and tested and everything else. They believe that her cells could have the cure for the virus itself. So um, it's a really, really good movie. And it ends on a pretty... uh, Oh, man, I can't really describe it. Uh, The most disheartening way it possibly could it does you really you kind of see what's coming coming to an extent um but you don't you hope it doesn't happen that way and i think in your mind you as you're watching it you you kind of get that yeah i know this is about to happen yes i know that this is probably what's uh, what's what's coming and this is i'm trying to do this without giving away the ending you know that xyz is going to happen in your mind but your mind also tells you yeah this is what's going to happen but i don't want it to be that way so there has to be an alternate answer to what's about to happen so there's a lot of foreshadowing done towards the end uh for what's going to happen excuse me i just burped right into the microphone um so there's a lot of foreshadowing done uh that I think really builds that too, so it it allows it to, to really work. Uh, it's also starring Glenn Close, which I think is kind of cool that she did this kind of movie. Uh, she's a fantastic actress. Um, she plays the scientist who's actually uh, more for more for lack of a better way to put it, she's killing the children to try and find the cure for the virus. So she feels like she's killing people and killing kids specifically for the the greater good because ultimately she knows or she feels that one of these kids could have the cure in their blood. So she thinks that by killing the kids, you know, obviously she's killing one to save millions. Um, and, and again, ending has a, has a pretty big twist to it that, that defeats the purpose of a lot of things. And I think it's a fantastic way to end that movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure I was going to, um, when I first started, I did it on what I, what I'm now calling a uh, horror movie madness to 2020. I was sick in bed and just kept clicking horror movies on Netflix. Uh wrote the titles of all of them down so that I can use them in this podcast and review them and have some fun with them, which I'm gonna do several episodes um uh, coming up about other movies, things that I watched during that time frame. Some that I enjoyed a lot, some that I uh didn't necessarily enjoy quite as much. Um but girl with all the gifts I definitely recommend. And I believe it again, I believe it's on Netflix. I will throw a link directly to it um in the description of where you can find that movie. So Girl with All the Gifts, great, great film. Um a lot of fun to watch. Um Tons of twists. Interesting. Uh, definitely a new, fresh take on the uh, zombie outbreak. And again, it's a little apropos to the uh, COVID-19 uh, outbreak we're going through right now. Not in that COVID-19 is turning people into rage zombies. Although that could be uh, the next uh, evolution of it. We we just have to hope that we're all ready. Because I have my zombie apocalypse partner. I hope you have yours. So And I have my zombie plan. Um, but Overall, like I said, great, fantastic film. Um, I, I definitely give it a four out of five stars. It does lose a star. Um, the acting isn't the best um, throughout the movie, um, so that definitely uh, drops it down a little bit. But you can kind of look over that in some ways. Um, also, I think that um, one of the other problems with the movie is the amount of foreshadowing they do towards the end. I do wish they had kind of lessened that a little bit and built up a little bit more as to what was going to happen as opposed to just foreshadowing it. Because once, there's a couple lines that are said that kind of let you know that, hey, this is what's about to happen. So, And it gives away the end of the movie to an extent, uh, or parts of it anyway. So I think that that definitely uh, drops it down a star. But beyond that, absolutely fantastic movie. Uh, definitely check it out. So our next thing uh, I want to kind of hit real quick um, is a video game. Uh, it's a PS4 game. Uh, that's what I have at home is a PS4. Because um, I'm a PlayStation guy. And, um, yeah, screw the Xbox. Even though the Xbox has some fantastic zombie games too. Um, the specific game I have right here in my hand is a uh, Seven Days to Die. This one is so much freaking fun. Um, I don't remember what caused me to pick this game up. Um, but I love this game. It, it is totally weird. Uh, it's, a, it's a take on a zombie game that... Hasn't really been done. Um, So if you take... uh, Man, I'm trying to think of a really good one. Like, think if you took... um, Like, oh god, what is the name of that game? Uh, Any really zombie apocalypse game out there where you just kill zombies. Take that, mix it with Minecraft. uh, And then mix that with Fortnite. (laughs) And you've got Seven Days to Die. It is a super fun, super cool game that I don't think gets enough credit for what it is. Um, it's Telltale Games. Um, so, uh, obviously, they make some amazing, amazing video games. Um, they did the awesome um, Walking Dead um, uh, story, uh, storybook-based, uh, graphic novel-based game. They did an awesome one for Game of Thrones. Um, so it's a Telltale Games, but it's not in that same, like, kind of comic book aspect. Uh, so the entire point of the game, I'm going to just read the back of this just to kind of give you a description of it. Set in a brutally unforgiving world overrun by the undead, Seven Days to Die features unrivaled crafting, world building, and survival. It is a unique combination of first-person shooters, survival horror, tower defense, and role-playing. The point of this game is you when you first start it up, when you if you first open this game, you are naked in the woods. And you have to find plants to craft clothes, then you have to craft a house, you have to craft, you know, a defense area. And your goal is to survive. So you get zombies throughout the day, throughout you know, whenever, especially at night, you'll you'll zombies will come attack you or whatever, um, and you have to build weapons to fight against them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately, your goal is to do this, and then every seven days, you're hit by a horde of zombies. So it's a really cool aspect of a survival horror game that I think doesn't get enough credit uh, for what it is. It is one to two player. I have never played it in two player mode. Um, I think it'd be fun, but you build your your you gra- gather all your supplies. You build stuff. You have to have certain things to build certain things, just like in Minecraft or Fortnite. Um, honestly, I haven't played Fortnite. My son is the Fortnite guy, um, so I'd have to ask him how that kind of works. Uh, but it's just like Minecraft, like in that respect. You have to have certain. Um, you know, building blocks to build different things that you need for the best defense mechanism. Same thing with this. You need to cut down certain kinds of trees to get the right kind of wood to build, you know, X Y Z item, uh, or the right kind of plant to make your loincloth, or you know, whatever you, you need. You have to find and and pickaxe out or cut out and everything else, and then build what you need using those those items. You can also find towns that are already there, tear them apart, verse and. And everything else just like in Minecraft. But you can also bunker down in those towns. That's actually what I did the first time I played it. Is I found a town uh, which took me about an hour uh, real time to run to while still collecting stuff and fighting off zombies and everything else. Uh, I found a town and I bunkered down in a building while I built my defenses around that building. So there's a hundred different ways to play it. It is a fun, fun game. I highly recommend it. It's called Seven Days to Die. You can pick it up at GameStop. I got mine pre, pre-owned like in the used bin for, I think, 15 or 16 bucks, um, Awesome, awesome, awesome game. So, so much fun. Um, and it rivals any of the other zombie games that I've ever played, uh, by far. I, I mean, it's it's just so much fun to play. Um, I think that the only other zombie game that I would say is one of my absolute favorites would be Dead Rising, which is the one I was trying to remember earlier. Um, and that's just because it's kind of a silly zombie game, honestly. This is way more serious in that aspect of, of the zombie game. Uh, Genre, if you will So, once again, check them out Again, the movie, Girl with All the Gifts Available online, I will post a link to that one I'm also going to go ahead and throw a link to GameStop Where if you wanted to order uh, Seven Days to Die, uh, the video game Where you can actually order that and get that online as well Um, Please check those out Uh, I'm going to do another episode here, Possibly even tonight and get that uploaded On another movie um, That I absolutely fell in love with In every aspect of it There was nothing I did not like about this next movie I'm going to do. It's called The Platform. So that's going to be the next movie that I do uh, possibly later on tonight. So we're going to get into that one pretty heavily. Once again, check them out. Girl with all the gifts, Seven Days to Die. I'm Dan Waller with Horatopia, and we'll see you next time.